Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. No Hoofprints by Laura Bell P. Midkiff. We're almost there, old girl. It's been a long, hot day, Mr. Ruby said to the old swayback plow horse he had ridden for the past ten hours. Clippity-clop, clippity-clop, over the dusty road they'd plodded on. Twelve hours by bus yesterday, and now all day with you. We'll stop before dark, old girl. After a good night's sleep at the house where he left the borrowed horse, Mr. Ruby started out on foot. Two and a half days over the narrow footpath that snaked up the Sierra Madre Mountains seemed like two and a half weeks to the weary traveler. This is the hardest trip I've ever made, he sighed. I should be getting close. I'm sure this box weighs twice what it did when I started out. When he finally caught sight of the village, he set his box down next to his rolled-up sarape and sat on a rock in the shade of an ironwood tree. For a long time, he looked across the gully to the little village of Galina. He could see the church steeple, the central plaza, and the footbridge. Is this really the place the Lord told me to come? he asked half aloud. The thatched roofs poking through the dense trees and vines showed him that not all of the people lived close to the village. He had never been so far in the mountains. Then, before leaving his lookout, he prayed, If this is where you want me to preach, God, I will not be afraid. I know you will stay close by. It didn't matter that there were no hotels in the village. People gladly entertained strangers. The first night found Mr. Ruby staying with an Indian family of the Hucholi tribe. At once they wanted to know about the books that he carried in his big box. Even though they could not read Spanish, they listened carefully to every word he spoke or read to them. Soon they called in their friends, and the little house filled with people who listened to the story of Jesus' promise to take them to heaven. At the end of the week, more than twenty people met for their first Sabbath school. The second week, almost fifty scrubbed-up happy men and women crowded around the well in the backyard. What a wonderful time they had singing, praying, and repeating the verses they had memorized. Early the following morning, the religious leader of the community and one of the leader's big, strong members came to Mr. Ruby, warning, You will leave the village by sundown tonight. But Mr. Ruby kept right on with his work. The next morning, the two men returned. The strong man placed his hand on Mr. Ruby's shoulder and threatened, If you are not gone by noon today, we will kill you. All right, the missionary answered, but I will have to talk to God about it first. If he wants me to leave, I will go. But if he wants me to stay and work with these good people, I cannot go. Good people, yes, but they are our people. We don't want any of your preaching here in our village. No one ever comes up here to interfere, but now everyone is talking about your new religion. Get out of town while you are still alive, or we will cut you up for buzzard food. He wasn't joking. God, which do you want me to do? Preach to these people or get cut up for buzzard food? If you want me to preach, I am ready. If you want me to be food for the birds, I am ready for that too. Make it clear to me by noon today. Thank you, God. Faithfully, Mr. Ruby went about the work he had come to do. Just as faithfully, he kept praying that God would not permit the enemy to stop his work. As Mr. Ruby was crossing the small footbridge at noon, two men jumped up from under the far end of the bridge and ran toward him, waving their machetes over their heads. They sent us to kill you, stranger! Their devilish eyes flashed wildly and their snarling lips spat out the order, Give us your last word! 
Oh, you are very kind, my friends. I do have one last request. He struggled to be calm. I want to talk to my Jesus just one more time. I would not want to die without thanking him for giving me such a good life. He is my very best friend, you see. The killers looked at each other stupidly, nodded, and watched as the stranger knelt down on the little bridge and began to pray. Here comes a man on horseback. Let's get out of here, Mr. Ruby heard one of the men say as they scurried away. He got up from his knees and looked for the horse, which he too had heard, but it was nowhere in sight. A man was walking toward the bridge, so Mr. Ruby asked, Did you see the horse and rider that just went by? My friend, I saw you kneeling in the middle of the bridge with two men standing over you. All of a sudden, the men ran off, and you got up. But certainly no horse and rider crossed that bridge. Mr. Ruby searched for hoofprints on the dusty road, but could not find a single one. And as he looked up and down the road, he thought he heard a voice saying, Go and preach. The story you have heard today is from Guide's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fischel, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.